Good day, my friends. Today is the 27th Sunday of the year, October 8th. And this is Father Jim Wallace speaking to you from the Basilica of Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Boston. Let us begin by listening to the Gospel. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, Hear another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. And then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again he sent other servants, more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, thinking, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and acquire his inheritance. And so they seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. What will the owner of the vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, He will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the proper times. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. For the third Sunday in a row, our Gospel takes us to a vineyard. We're prepared for what the vineyard means in Israel's history by listening to the heartbreaking love story of the vineyard that Isaiah sings to us about his friend, who took great care to find a suitable location for his vineyard on a fertile hillside. And then he spaded the land, cleared it of stones, planted the best of vines, and went so far as to set up a watchtower to keep guard over it in case of animal predators or thieves. He then prepared for a glorious harvest by setting up a wine press. But the result was sour grapes. The word sour in Hebrew can be translated as stinky. In Greek, it is a vine besieged by briars and thorns. It did not produce worthy fruit. This vineyard was a description of Israel in the days of Isaiah. God's great care, love, and mercy that have been shown again and again received no response from Israel, who did not keep the covenant, who gave no sign of being a light in the world for other nations. Instead, Israel produced violence rather than justice, didn't take care of its poor, its widows and orphans, but the tenants took care of themselves. 
The vineyard is also at the heart of the gospel that we heard. But the target of Jesus was not the people of Israel, but the religious leaders, the chief priests and elders. They are the tenant farmers to whom God has entrusted the care of his people. But instead of providing a return of good fruit from the vineyard, they wanted whatever they could get from themselves. And their response to the prophets God sent to call them to conversion was to kill them. And finally, the ultimate tragedy occurred when they killed his son. But despite the verdict that the chief priests and elders themselves gave when Jesus asked them to finish the story, God does not give up on his, vi- on his vineyard. God's love and mercy will continue to flow forth, and a new day will dawn when the sun is raised from the dead, and a remnant led by Peter, the apostles, Paul, Mary Magdalene, and other women, taking up the work of proclaiming and bringing about the kingdom of God on earth, which was to be a kingdom of mercy and justice. Jesus became the cornerstone of the kingdom of God. For God, the Father of Jesus, was not a God of vengeance, but of mercy and forgiveness, whose dream dream was to have his children work in a vineyard that produced the new wine of the Lord's mercy for all peoples. And so now it's come down to us. We are entrusted with tending the vineyard and bringing about a fruitful harvest into the world. We mustn't be discouraged because of all the tragic occurrences in the world, things we do to each other, things due to climate, Paul's words to the Philippians are spoken to us this day. Don't let anxiety overwhelm you for any reason, but turn to the Lord of life and love in prayer and petition the Lord with thanksgiving. The Lord will send the Spirit to guide us. Yesterday, we celebrated the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary, one of the gifts that we have for helping us to live in inner peace. It invites us to meditate on the great mysteries of the Incarnation, the Passion, Death, and Resurrection of the Lord, and on other luminous events that direct us to key moments in the ministry of Jesus. So, don't let your minds and hearts be weighed down by all the sorrow and grief that continue to come into the world. But as Paul advises, keep your attention, keep your focus on what is true, what is honorable, what is pure. Look to what proclaims love and beauty in the world and motivates us to generosity, kindness, forgiveness. Think about these things and be at peace. Again, through the rosary, Our Lady Queen of Peace will help us to know the peace that her Son can give. This is Father Jim Wallace, speaking from the Basilica of Our Lady Perpetual Help. Thank you for listening.